0: In all parts of our globe, fanatics have cut each other's throats, publicly burnt each other, committed without a scruple and even as a duty, the greatest crimes and shed torrents of blood, savage and furious nations perpetually at war, adore, under diverse names, some god, conformable to their ideas, that is to say, cruel, carnivorous, selfish, bloodthirsty. We find in all the religions, a god of armies, a jealous god, an avenging god, a destroying god, (coughs) excuse me, (laughs) a god who is pleased with carnage. And whom his worshippers consider it a duty to serve. Lambs, bulls, children, men and women are sacrificed to him. Zealous servants of this barbarous god think themselves obliged even to offer up themselves as a sacrifice to him. Madmen may everywhere be seen. Who after meditating upon their terrible god, imagine that to please him, they must inflict on themselves the most exquisite torments. The gloomy ideas formed of the deity, far from counseling, consoling them, have everywhere disquieted their minds and prejudiced follies destructive to happiness. Hello, and welcome to episode 370 of Under the Cull of MS, a normal Thursday comics and MS episode. That was a long quote by Baron D. Holbach, talking about religions and the carnage they cause. It's like we're taught as children in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. But every religion is based off tons of death. So, I don't know. Doesn't make sense. (laughs) Uh, Why good has to destroy. Why there has to be an evil. Who knows. But let's talk about lots of evil today. Starting out with Carnage. We got Carnage, Black, White, and Blood. Number one, number three, and number four. They didn't have number two, so I'm going to have to pick that up down the road, but it doesn't matter. You can get whatever ones you want, because each one just has a few different stories in it that hold up to themselves, and you don't have to worry about going on to the next comic or anything like that. It's like issue one, we have Love Story, which gets... a deep post-apocalyptic style story of carnage dealing with someone from the past and someone from the present. And a child that is born of this age and we get to see how carnage just, uh, Deals with things throughout this. Uh, some characters we have in here are Cloak and Dagger. Happened to make an appearance in this along with a variety of other characters. Some of which are just Carnage. Made through Carnage itself. Uh, the second story is End of the Trail. This one is more of a western. Goes back in time. Let's see it. Well, Tina Howard is part of this one. Uh, those are more just extra little bulletins on the side. I suppose I shouldn't read those. But yeah, we get to see a gentleman that's dealing with carnage in the Old West and how he deals with a entity that's taken out many many a people along the way and it's hard with these short stories to really tell you much about them without ruining them uh, and then the third one was Are Carnage. Al Ewing did, was the writer of this one. Uh, this one goes basically into a military atmosphere and basically it's a it's one of those uh, stories that you read as you go and you choose the storyline and pick what's happening and as you choose you bounce around back and forth you can read this story over and over and have different outcomes depending on your choices throughout it but as I love these black white and blood books and this was no exception this is this is, this is wonderful as the rest uh, and then we g- jump over to number three this one you got a no survivors story done by Dan Slott and it's basically what it is it's something happening and Carnage just they think that Carnage is done and gone but yet there's little remnants of him that happen to stick around inside certain survivors. Um, then we have Sea of Blood. This one's on the Pirate Seas. We get to see how Carnage deals in this Storyline as they're searching for a treasure. And this treasure just so happens to be something they may or may not want to come across. And then we have the convention. And this one, this story goes into a comic convention. Storyline, and we get to see some carnage characters and carnage-related characters and how they're... Kind of trying to resurrect or bring a being to life in the background of the Comic Con. It was a fun story. You got to check it out. And then issue four. uh, First storyline is Carnage Beyond. Whereas this one's kind of futuristic. And, well, it's kind of more dealing with uh, a cancer, uh, a problem, someone with uh, issues, but we have a venom and venom carnage crossover in this one. Hello, telemarker is WKRB. You're live on the air. How you want to ruin someone's life today. Come on. You can talk to us. <laughs> oh, they hung up right away. All right. what were we on? The second story. Let's see, Ryan Stegman wrote the first one. This one's Declan Shelby. Skin deep is this storyline. Uh, Yeah, we get to see some characters that basically deal with transforming into the Carnage character. And you get to see a variety of entities again in different types of service industries dealing with the Carnage symbiotes. And then the last one is the end of humanity is the final storyline in here. And this one of course is post apocalyptical and you get to see what happens after all hell breaks loose and then carnage appears and all hell even more hell breaks loose, of course, but yeah, these were very enjoyable. I suggest checking out the black white and blood comics. I think we have black, white and gold, and there's been different ones, but most of them go off the black, white, and blood premise. Then we got Evil Ernie issue four. The story's getting a little better. That's like I said in the past; it was a little slacking to start out with. wasn't really sure about how they were going with this Evil Ernie line. Evil Ernie still sh- bouncing back and forth in here, falling for back and forth in love with his little high school romance and at the same time we're getting the lady death character appearing again and competing for their hearts and well at the same time we have someone else trying to take out evil Ernie and has their own baddie to put him in his place, and we also get to see Eel Ernie dealing with uh, the dead bikers that attacked him and stuff, and yeah, we got some type of military group coming in trying to get Eel Ernie and his powers, uh, we got Eel Ernie st- finally starting to show more of his powers, his abilities and stuff, but Still iffy on this storyline. I don't know how deep I want to go with this one. I'll probably stop at six for now and then just buy them out of bargain bins down the road. But we'll see. See what the next couple issues have to offer. What number was that for? Yeah, that was number four. So we'll give it two more issues and see where we're sitting. Hey, right, this one's pretty messed up. This is Practice and Pain from London Night Studios, number one. Uh, It's autographed. And numbered, so... That's why it's staying in my collection, but uh, if you're into serial killer stuff, murder stuff, (laughs) murder porn, things like that, this might be your cup of tea. Uh, It's got It's a short read, but it's got a lot of gruesome imaging throughout it. It's, yeah, it's basically like some serial killer decided to write a comic book is kind of what you get from this one. Uh, It was pretty messed up, but it's autographed, so it'll stay in my collection for now, (laughs) or I'll sell it if I know it's. Wanted it. By people at a certain time. But I don't know why. <laughs> this would become popular. Along the line of. Other than. People there in the. Serial porn killer style. Lifestyle. But. but speaking of psychos. We have. Number one and number two of Alfred Hitchcock's Cycle from Innovation. This runs basically, I had a recheck with the wife on this, and it's done in color. Uh, But I had a recheck with her about how the story started out and stuff to see if it was running off the movie because it's been so long since I watched the movie, I couldn't remember much of it. But yeah, this is apparently a three-issue run, basically feeding right off the movie. So if you like Alfred Hitchcock's uh, Psycho, check this out. If you've never seen it and you want to read it instead, I suggest checking this out instead of the movie. I actually enjoyed this more than the movie. Uh, I'd rather read it than watch it. The movie was kind of boring for me, but... I know I watched it a few times over the years, but I don't think I've watched it in over 20, 30 years now. So, I wasn't sure about some of it, but the wife reassured me that it was all running off that. Then the final comic we're going to talk about today is Annihilation Scourge, Silver Surfer number one. Now, this one, I'm guessing is a one-shot. I mean... It felt like it. It's Annihilation, Scourge, Silver Surfer, number one from February of 2020. The Cancerverse, a realm where nothing can die, has invaded the negative zone, intent on consuming all life. The invasion wave has infected the local denizens and forced rivals Annihilus and Biostar to band together to fight the oncoming Scourge. However, their forces were soon overrun when the Revengers, Cancer vs. Avengers, arrived on the battlefield. As Blastar struggled to hold the final line of defense against the Cancer Spread, Annihilus made a desperate play and escaped to the positive zone to seek help. But all hope seemed lost when the leader of the Cancerverse forces arrived. The Sentry. This is actually a fun, well, not fun, but an enjoyable run looking at a different type of silver surfer. Or shall I say, shiny black surfer? Or uh, Gundam black surfer? (laughs) He's got like this black aura on him. His flesh. I don't know if this is feeding off a Silver Surfer Black or not, or going into it, but it seems like if you want to follow the story beyond this, you're going to have to get Fantastic Four number one, Nova number one, Veteray Bill number one, and Annihilation Scourge Omega. Uh, And the first three were on sale first, and then the Annihilation Scourge Omega comes on for sale later. So, there are things I'm going to have to jump on eventually. But this was interesting seeing the Silver Surfer not being able to do is in more corporal form than physical form and had to do some combining in order to be able to control things and do stuff with it. But seeing the negative zone being turned into being it it being destroyed, and then a rift in the universe being ripped open because of the things that are happening, and other things being destroyed. I mean, basically, the Silver Surfer has no choice but to jump on and try and save things with this happening. Otherwise, all of everything could be wiped out because of this rip and problem and this cancerous cancer verse, which I've never heard of before. So now I know, is there a sclerosis verse for all the different sclerosis is? there a AIDS verse? Is there a hemorrhoid verse? Is there, <laughs> how deep did they go with this? Uh, medically challenged versus <laughs> uh, but yeah this was interesting I another enjoyable silver server thing just is can't believe I wasn't didn't really give a shit about this character and it is gradually pulling me in further and further but that's a good thing I'm starting to learn I'm sure there's other characters out there I didn't care for that I'll eventually end up liking down the road but But, yeah, that was that. And then I happened also in my package of comics this week, I got my Go Gamer Retro by My Arcade. It's a little handheld gaming device. It's about the size. It's not quite as bulky, but it's about the size of a, a Game Boy back in the day. Uh it's very light. It uses 3 AAA batteries. But the lightness is really weird feeling. It, it feels so delicate that I feel like I'm going to break it. I mean, it was only a, I believe $30 retail item. I think I got it for around 20 with my discount. <clears throat> but it's got 300 games on it. They have puzzle, strategy, racing, action, combat, sports games. None of them that I can say name-wise by looking at some of the pictures, but a lot of them that have the feel of other games, a lot of side-scrolling games. They also have the basic style card games and stuff, Uh the Zelda feel, the Metroid feel, the, the early, early versions of all those games, not the newer versions, not the N sixty four versions or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, Go Gamer Retro. Uh, it's got three hundred retro games built in. Play games anywhere. Two point five inch color display, volume control, and three point five millimeter head headphone jack. Powered by three AAA batteries, which are not included. I've only played game number one so far, which is a side scrolling game, just shooting little characters, jumping around at Mario Brothers feel stuff. It's just. The graphics are nice. It just. I I love that it's so light. It just feels like I'm going to break it. I'm afraid that I'm going to break it. I don't really want to throw this thing in my pocket or anything. But I'd take it to, like, doctor appointments and stuff like that. It'll work out nice that way. I like that it's got the headphone jack. But, yeah, I was pleasantly pleased with it. I mean, for the price, it it was a good deal. I can't remember my exact price, but I want to say it was, like, 20 bucks after my discount, maybe even a little less. Or twenty-five. might have been around there. I think the retail's thirty. It could be wrong. It could be a little bit higher. But check it out if you like the little gaming things. You might enjoy that. And then I think I will end this with eh, let's do Fun facts and then we'll get to the hell stuff after our break. Let's see. A narrow escape. One day Andrew Andrew Jackson Andrew Jackson, the seventh president of the United States, was out for a walk. Suddenly a man standing six feet away pulled a gun, aimed it at the president, and pulled the trigger. The gun didn't go off. Quickly, the man pulled the second gun and did the same thing. The second gun didn't go off either. The man was arrested and his guns were checked to see why they didn't go off. Both guns were found to be in good working order. They had just misfired. The chances of two guns misfiring like this are about one in a 100,000. I would think they'd be less than that, even. Holy shit. Talk about your luck. Dickens 44 Bascom is an artist and lives in California. His middle name is really 44. That's because he was born on the 44th day of 1944 at 44 minutes past 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, there are a couple of cool, interesting facts. But, yeah, we're going to leave it right there. End this portion, then get back with a little bit of health stuff right after this. So, hang in there, kitties. If you're looking for the medical stuff, it's coming up right after this. Okay, let's get into some MS health stuff, or health-related stuff talk about. the sensory are talking water video game system, let's talk about video games, how they can ease pain for people with MS. Over the recent years, there has been a variety of clinical studies and research that promote the benefits of video games and computers for patients with this disease of the central nervous system. From vision to balance to depression, People are finding relief from their MS symptoms in the comfort of their own homes. If only they would have had these proof things when I was a kid. Instead, i get smacked upside the head and get told to go play outside and get my video games taken away from me all the time. If I even could get the damn things, because no one wanted me to have video games, I couldn't buy them. Unless I snuck them up with my own money. But let's see. Cog fog is the description used when the synapses in the brain do not fire correctly and thought processes are interrupted. Using comput- computers and video games to rehabilitate this cognitive dysfunction is now proving successful. It's about time. Uh, adaptive computer-based rehabilitation can lead to improved cognitive functioning in people with MS. Another study found it is used video games that included puzzles, word memory, and other mental challenges to help those with MS. Uh, popular popular online games from Lumosities supposedly helped improve Lumosity supposedly helped improve memory. Uh, Lumosity is a site you can go on to find games, brain games and stuff. I believe that's what it was when I used to go on it. Uh, Let's see users have quicker recall and better decision making skills after playing the games according to testimonials users can track their cognitive skills by watching their performance records and comparing them with the general population there's my brain games was designed by the Bay, by Bayer pharmaceutical company The user may access one of several games or customize it based on their own cognitive issues. There's Cognifit is a healthcare company providing activities for people with MS that offer customization tracking and more than 50 brain games. That's C-O-G-N-I-F-I-T, Cognifit. Uh, another game called Brain Age is available for the Nintendo DS, which I've got some of the Brain Age games. I believe there's a variety of them. we Consoles. It's designed to train a brain in 10 minutes. Uh, Cogfog may indicate possible relapse by playing games on a regular basis. One begins to know their scores and how they usually perform. When a user shows lower than Usual scores, this could be an indication that the person's MS is aggravated. And I notice that. I've had, over the years, I'll have moments where games that I've played forever, all of a sudden I can't play for shit and stuff, so I know something's off in my brain. Uh, I can sit there, play a game, come back later on in the day, play a different game, come back later on in a day, go back to the first game and not remember what controls do what. I'm constantly retraining my brain every time I play any game to re-up and re-acknowledge what I'm supposed to do and what I'm supposed to use. That's why when nowadays I used to love every game But nowadays I get these games where you have to collect things and you got to build things and then you got to build your environment and you got to make this and make that and these spells and potions and weaponry. Uh, So now my weapons are wearing down and I got to repair my weapons and all that shit and add on all these things. And it eventually just it's too much for my brain anymore. It wears me out. And I just get burnt out on those and I look for the more quick, fast, just go in there and play type games. I want half a dozen buttons tops. I don't need to have to have 50 different things I can do with my right hand, 50 different things I can do with my left hand. Plus have psychokinesis, telekinesis abilities and all this other shit. Just give me a few different things that I can enjoy. That's why I really wish I could somehow work with their organization to come out with some MS friendly games that would help focus on balance, cognitive issues, uh, different types of things that we deal with and how we could uh, use the games to help with those things, depression, stuff like that. But uh, I'd love to work with someone to do something like that. That would be my My favorite job is working on building games that are helpful for people. But with the VR out there nowadays, I have so many ideas that I think would be wonderful. Uh, I just don't know who to contact. I've tried to get a hold of Reggie BME. I can't think of his name right now. The head of the Sony programs and stuff. And Microsoft programs, and nobody gets back to me or contact. I don't know how to contact these people. In a, in a form that I could just talk to them for 15 minutes and dump some ideas on them and say, hey, let's work together. Let's do something. Like, uh, the use of video games has also proven successful with physical therapy for balance. Uh, the Xbox 360 People were able to balance, uh, people with MS were able to improve their balance with video games. Uh, one moment we had Wii Fit games, we had Xbox 360 games that worked off uh, the camera and stuff, so you could it would watch you with your environment and you'd have to make the movements, and it was great for different physical abilities and balance and stuff like that. Uh, Same with Wii Fit, and they have balance boards and all that stuff out there nowadays. Uh, It's fun. Uh, It challenges you. Plus, you get physical and cognitive benefits from it. What the hell? Why not play a game and work out all in the same thing? But they never got the devices to work super great, so a lot of them had problems. A lot of them are still going. I believe Wii Fit's still going and stuff. Uh, Pokemon Go. You can run around your world and collect Pokemon characters so you're physically out there and about and getting that extra exercise. Uh, Yoga, strength, balance, and aerobic training have been found to reduce fatigue, increase fitness levels, and improve quality of life in people with MS. A lot of those movements are done by video games uh, that use cameras and VR and get you out and about. Uh, But yeah, Pokemon Go, you can go around your neighborhood, throw your Pokeballs to collect your Poke characters. I never tried it. I should check it out. They were coming out with a different game with that premise that wasn't Pokemon related. It was something that I was into, and I can't remember where it is now. But, uh, video games that incorporate incorporate meditation can come and soothe anxiety in people with MS. I'd love to do a couple different yoga meditative style video games with VR. And just the Awesome environments and backgrounds and stuff. You could just be walking yourself right through a waterfall into a beautiful open area where you can just meditate and do yoga. It's just, ah, damn it. I got to get a hold of somebody that would just listen to me and work with me on some of this shit. I just don't know what numbers or addresses to contact them on because I ain't getting response. And it's stupid because they could be taking over the whole uh, video game organization. Whoever jumped on these some of these ideas I have could take over entertainment organizations, video game, and everything with the VR and be the top VR winner because VR has lost out so much over the years. You just never got what we thought we were gonna get. And they have the ability now. They start opening up. Uh, used to calm the mind, body, in people with MS. Meditation can also help to ease pain and improve quality of life. Uh, there's an app called Stop, Breathe, and Think. You can check out. It has simple and easy for beginners. Meditations range from engaging your senses to commonality of suffering. And uh, There's just... There's so many games you can play with nowadays that will give you a benefit. And even any type of game will give you some type of cognitive benefit because you're working that brain muscle. And that's an important thing. to Keep going. Keep active. All right. Let's see some benefits of black tea. It has antioxidant properties. It can, black tea contains a group of polyphenols that have antioxidant properties. Consuming antioxidants may help decrease the risk of chronic disease and improve your overall health. I wish I could just, actually, I don't know if I tried straight up black tea. Maybe that could be my answer for my coffee tea issues with the nausea and pukiness from it just can't stand the taste anymore. Maybe if I go black tea, that'll fix both all together. Add some ginger. Eh, well, let's play around this week. Uh, black tea contains flavonoids, which are beneficial for heart health. Studies have found that regularly drinking black tea may help reduce the risk of heart disease, which would be another plus for me. LBL and HDL are two types of lipoproteins that lipoproteins that carry cholesterol throughout the body. Too much LDL in the body can increase the risk of heart disease and stroke. Studies have found that black tea may help reduce LDL levels. That's a plus, especially when my dad passed away of multiple strokes. The gut houses trillions of bacteria and the majority of your immune system. Polyphenols and antimicrobial properties found in black tea may help improve gut health and immunity. Uh, high blood pressure can cause many health complications. Drinking black tea on a regular basis may help decrease systolic and diastolic blood pressure. But research is mixed. And Tea can also amp you up, too, with your pulse, and stuff. It's got caffeine, so watch that. Stroke is the second leading cause of death globally. Fortunately, in many cases, it can be prevented. Studies have found that black tea may help reduce the risk of stroke. My dad was never a tea drinker, I don't think he was ever big on it. He likes his coffee. Insulin is a hormone that is secreted secreted when you consume sugar. Black tea is a great non-sweetened beverage that can help improve the use of insulin and reduce blood sugar. Black tea contains polyphenols, which may help fight cancer cells in the body. Although consuming black tea will not cure cancer, it may help decrease cancer cell development, which is always a plus. Black tea can help improve Focus, due to its content of caffeine and amino acid called theanine. this amino acid increases alpha activity in the brain, which can help improve focus and alertness. Making black tea is simple and takes only a couple minutes. You can use either tea bags or loose leaves and adjust the taste to your preference. Basically, black tea is a great option if you're looking for a low-calorie, non-sweetened beverage with less caffeine than sugar, coffee, and energy drinks. It has a strong, unique flavor and contains plenty of antioxidants, which can provide several health benefits, including improved cholesterol, better gut health, and decreased blood pressure. Best of all, it's simple to make and can easily be found at many stores or online. And if you haven't done so before, consider trying black tea so you can reap its numerous health benefits. And just, if you need to, check with your doctor and tell him what you're changing in your diet and stuff like that. Let him know what's up, or her know what's up. I gotta quit saying that. It's not a him or a her. It's a we or me or us or it or them. quit classifying I'm um, damn it I feel left out if you don't talk about me <laughs> it's just I'm just talking about person it's just the first thing that comes to mind sorry it mean to hurt your feelings relax all right meditation walks now these are my kind of thing <laughs> I miss walking I really do I used to always go for hikes, especially when we had the puppers. I miss my dogs. But my cat likes to walk with me, so that's cool. But he likes to take off on me too. Like, we'll get up to the top of the hill and he's like, Yeah, screwed, I'm gonna go check out the woods. I'll be back later and but at least now that I got my walker with the seat on it, I'm take my art book, and just go sit on top of the hill, do some drawing or reading while I wait for the cat to come back. Walking meditation has origins in Buddhism and can be used as part of a mindfulness practice. It's like Buddhism and Brahmanism. I was big on when I was in high school, and I just fed off that stuff. Learned a lot of interesting stuff between those two arts. The technique has many possible benefits and may help you to feel more grounded, balanced, and serene. It also helps you to develop awareness of your surroundings, body, and thoughts. Let's see. Typically during walking meditation, you walk in a circle, back and forth in a straight line, or in a labyrinth. It's also possible to do a walking meditation over a long distance. The pace is slow and can vary depending on the specific technique. Often practitioners do a walking meditation session between seated meditations. Examples of walking meditations include Kinhin, K-I-N-H-I-N, Theravada, T-H-E-R-A-V-A-D-A, and Vipassana. V I P A S S A N A. Techniques can be as detailed as breaking down each step into six parts or simply strolling mindfully in a space. You may incorporate your breath or a mantra. Below, you'll find many of the many possible. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that. But basically, uh, you know, when you see a homeless person walking around, felling out a bunch of things out in the air. Who knows? They might be walking, meditative walking. And that's their mantra. God damn, dumb, dead, my <laughs> uh, uh. I just love that, you'll pull up to a stop sign, also, and all of a sudden it's out of the blue. Someone just pops up, and they're just ranting and raving out loud to themselves. <laughs> but I can't say much. When I lived down the streets, and I was homeless and shit, I was talking to myself a lot. So, yeah, that was me. I was one of them's. One of them's people's. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing today. I'm going to go with me. I'm going go to go for a walk. We're going to go do it down there. Yeah. Yeah. The top view. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's look into this. Meditative walking benefits. Before you run out of time here. Goofing off, damn it. Boost blood flow. Walking meditation often is often used by people who sit for long periods. The walking practice helps to get the blood flowing, especially to the legs. It helps to alleviate feelings of sluggishness or stagnancy. Mindful walking is also a great way to boost blood circulation and raise your energy levels. If you're doing seated work for extended periods, which I'd like to go do a a day of walk today outside, but it's supposed to rain, snow, Most of this week it's just spring weather, but yeah, get out while you can. Uh, Improve digestion. Walking after eating is a fantastic way to boost digestion, especially if you're feeling heavy or full. Movement helps foods to move through your digestive tract and may also help prevent constipation. If you're looking to lower your stress levels, you may find it useful to do a seated meditation practice before or after your workout. Uh, The study showed that walking is more effective in reducing symptoms of anxiety when combined with meditation. Uh, Improves blood sugar levels and circulation. A study showed that a Buddhist-based walking meditation practice had a positive effect on blood sugar levels and circulation in people with type 2 diabetes. People practiced mindful or traditional walking for 30 minutes, three times a week for 12 weeks. The group that did the Buddhist walking practice showed more improvement than the group who did traditional walking. It alleviates depression. It's important to stay active, especially as you age. Regular exercise helps to boost fitness levels and improve mood. Uh, It improves well-being. When possible, take a walk in nature like a park, a garden, or a place with trees, which may enhance your overall feelings of well-being and help you feel more balanced. I love just going out in the woods. Uh, The practice of practice of forest bathing is popular in Japan for its pros like relaxation and enhanced brain activity. I am going to have to look into forest bathing a little bit further. I want to know what that's about. If I have time, I'll get back to it after this, but I want to finish this. It can improve sleep quality, which, yeah, of course, getting out and walking can improve your sleep. It uh, makes exercise enjoyable. Which, yeah, I usually meditate after exercising, but doing a walking meditation is getting your exercising. Incorporating a mindfulness aspect into your fitness routine may make exercise more enjoyable. A study found that people who listen to a mindfulness recording while doing a 10-minute walk on a treadmill found the activity more enjoyable. Uh, It inspires creativity. Practicing mindfulness may bring you more clarity and focus to your thought patterns, which in turn can stimulate creativity. Enhancing balance. The practice involves awareness of leg and ankle movements while walking slowly and can encourage better balance as well as ankle awareness and coordination. Uh, Here's some tips to get you started with a consistent walking meditation routine. Be aware of the present moment. Staying mindful of each moment is a habit that takes time to cultivate. Uh, Practice seating meditation too. Walking meditation is often used in conjunction with seated meditation. So you may find it's worth leaning learning seated meditation as well as walking meditation. Some seated and walking meditation trips you can tips you can try or do a five to ten minute session of meditation followed by a walking meditation or vice versa. Notice the differences between the two practices and think about which one you prefer and why. As you progress, you can increase your duration of each session. Slow down. Often when your mind is moving quickly, we move in a hurry, too. So slow down your pace for a few minutes, even when you find yourself short on time. Uh, stay accountable. Discuss your practice and goals with a teacher, therapist, or friend. Touch base regularly to see if you've developed any insights on and how you're progressing. And. Get out. Do some walking meditation. See if it benefits you at all. I'm going to see how much time we got left. We got a few minutes. Let's see what this forest therapy thing is. Flashes of green appear in the corner of my eye as I speed through the trees. Immersed in my running app and a Lizo song on my play, playlist. Oh, that's yeah. uh, Forest therapy guide. Anna started sharing Yoko Madison in early 2019 and conducts private and group walks. Uh, we don't need to know about that. Well, aren't you going to just tell us how to do it? first invitation was literally to lay down on a yoga mat on the forest floor while Kate guided me through a sensory meditation. Basically, you're meditating in the forest. (laughs) This is just people talking about their ways of getting out there. But yeah, just go out in the forest. Do your meditation. Do it on a mat. Do it on while walking, or whatever. But keep your eyes open if you're walking around environments that you don't know what your what's around you. Uh, just observe your fast moving thoughts from a distance, which can slow everything down. If you go for a run or a hike in a wooded area, believing that simply being in proximity to trees will allow me to reap mental health benefits. And while any time spent in nature is certainly good for the soul, it doesn't compare to an immersive afternoon participating in forest therapy. So, yeah. this. Do some research on it if you want to know more. Otherwise, just go out in the woods. Do some meditating. Do some hiking. Enjoy yourself. But we're running out of time, so be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Get a shit out of monster. Rate, review, tell a friend. Like us. Send us questions, comments. Whatever you want. Yell at us. Talk to us. Whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll get back to you. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe the next day. Who knows? Next week. Next year. We'll be back sometime. But for now, this is it for today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Check out Hunter Cull. Keep following Hunter Cull of MS. And we'll get back to you again soon. Be good to each other.